0: and have you got what it takes to be a maverick to become a legend of the super pick triple captain bench store or a wild card it's not a double game with these decisions are hard we've got 45 minutes on this podcast to guide you through so you don't come dead last, but we know it's all about the differentials. Or well, will you captain Harland again this week? FPL Mavericks, FPL Mavericks, FPL Mavericks, FPL Mavericks. FPL Ma- hello and welcome to fpl mavericks
1: how are you roscoe yeah very good mate what a uh rainy day we've got today though mate to be honest it's been that hot um i don't
0: mind a bit of rain right now
1: yeah yeah that's true the grass needed a water <laughs>
0: um so yes unfortunately, yes. we did oh. skip a game week due to the uh malfunction of the recording last week mate so hopefully this recording is all good and we can
1: uh, move on. Technical difficulties we we should say that we did record one though because of our commitment commitment to this podcast we did record it um but it did not uh end up going out unfortunately.
0: No mate but that's all good we can uh get back to normal duties um we'll go over the the teams We'll jump into a little bit of chat about uh, future planning. We'll have a look at the Mavericks dashboard, uh, the Mavericks League. We'll go back into the uh, FPL Mavericks uh, competition that me and you have got, mate, um, and then we'll we'll look at a Mavcap and maybe um, an upset of the week as well, if that works by you.
1: That all sounds good to me, mate.
0: Good man. So, do you want to uh, run through your game week? well actually before we jump into the gaming 17 a couple of crazy things happened obviously everyone that's listening will have seen that um the luton lad um block here yeah. yeah went down captain. With a heart attack which is really really sad and um glad that he's okay but that could be an end to his uh, career really? very upsetting for him
1: could this fit into the covid vaccine conspiracy could do a lot of heart issues mm. knocking around with young people in the last couple of years. He might just yeah. be very unlucky, obviously. There's been a few like that, but well, apparently he's collapsed before. Well, he did it, yeah, last year, I think it was. Um, so that well, earlier this year, I should say, I think, yeah, that threw
0: which is their uh, first, first of all, problems that that threw the FPL game into absolute crazy raptures about what's going on. I ended up captain Captain Solanke. A lot of people brought in Solanke who did score. Um I had him captained. And I've still got his points. So no no one knows what's going on with these points still. And we're uh on the dawn of a new game week.
1: Yeah. Did it do bonus points calculations for these players as well?
0: It had them originally because Solanke had three, but then it took it took them off him so
1: don't know yeah well i mean there was an article i've just was looking at where they said um looking at the fpl rule book um doesn't really cover it and they've got a line in there this says about um in extraordinary extraordinary circumstances um that gives them a bit of wriggle room to like basically do what they want <laughs> discretion <laughs> um but but the general principle is once points have been updated on the day they make they do not make adjustments to points so i think well what looks like it's happened is that the their you know sort of software or engine has just carried on as normal it's recognized the points that the players had based on the game result as as it was abandoned and uh i think they'll probably be reluctant to go and change change anything and what would they change it to would they scrap the points because it'll be replayed or will they you either just leave it as it is or you scrap the points Mm. it's probably fair to if you're keeping the points you should apply bonus points as well
0: I've got a funny feeling though knowing FPL they'll just whip it all away. Like I, I, I've had a bit of a green arrow because of Solanke and Salah doing nothing, um, but knowing my luck, mate, they'll just just whip away the the points and I'll be back down
1: in the the doldrums. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, that that does seem to be your your luck, mate. Um, I got green arrows all around except in the FPL Mavericks League where I actually lost two places. <laughs> that league's a joke, isn't it? Um, so fair play to our league. I scored 56 points, which was 16 above the average, and still went down. <laughs> um sad times. But I only had 10 players out. Uh it's only showing for t- Actually, yeah, I think I'm on 59 once my bench is done, but they haven't actually updated it, final, finalized it. I've got three on the bench. I've got Turner for two to come in, and I've got gehi for one to come in. So sorry, I should be up 59. But it's not uh yeah, I don't think it's finalized as maybe they're waiting on this Bournemouth Luton thing to be decided. Mm. Well, mate, I think you've well
0: maybe this is the start of the comeback because this is where we normally turn it on over the Christmas period. Thick and fast.
1: Yeah, it was a solid week. I mean, there was some good template players returned but I think we talked last week about D. keep Palmer uh which we'd said yes and he, he um he's called 14 points colon and assist Bowen returned um, Liverpool had a clean sheet Arsenal had a clean sheet Watkins returned um Spurs had a clean sheet was did Porro get bonus points is that where his haul came from did he get an assist as well
0: yeah so i got 72 points Ariello zero simica seven it's a
1: great return Mm.
0: pedro porra eight gabriel six palmer 14 son two annoying bowen eight, saka three salah three and then watkins nine and uh solanke 12. i also had
1: livermento on my bench for nine but you captain watkins Solanke. Sorry, Solanke. So is that not 18 for you? No, he got 12. There's no bonus points. Okay, sorry.
0: I wish. I wish, mate. I wish I just captained Watkins. Well,
1: mate, it's not fine, it's not finalized yet. Just thinking because the it hasn't done the bench adjustments. I'm looking here. So they've obviously not finalized it yet. Um
0: I am now. <coughs> 66 in the AFL Mavericks League, and then 2.2 million
1: overall. So, because, mate, we were 83rd, 80th, 80th, and 82nd or something a couple of weeks back. So, you've made some great ground. We just need a couple of good weeks in a row, mate, and we'll be back in that top top 50, I reckon. <laughs> well, hopefully, mate. But I, yeah, I just want to make sure I beat you. Yes. And then, yes. and then icing on the cake if I do all right in the league. <laughs> um any surprise results last week
0: yeah there was a couple wasn't there um the
1: liverpool united's nil nil maybe yeah in i didn't think that i
0: thought there would have been goals in that at the very least no
1: i know well, we again the the pod that didn't air we were talking about united going there to defend and not get not get whooped and that seems to of happened <laughs> <laughs> didn't it um West Ham probably the most inconsistent team this season 3-0 win against Wolves yep um did you see the goals it was basically cat three counter-attacks I think
0: yeah I feel like Piquetta got lauded um but he is not uh an asset
1: yeah I don't think I feel like his passes were good but they were just very decisive hey you'd rather have kudos kudos or bowen for sure kudos looks great doesn't he yeah i think the problem f- for me with kudos is how inconsistent west ham are mm. but you just showed and you, you you shouted him as a maverick about a month ago and he blanked and then a couple of game weeks went by and then he popped up and he disappeared so he's an inconsistent one in an inconsistent team but he was electric in that game it looked like mm. and then the the city 2-0
0: up cruising at Palace and then that last minute penalty drama
1: how good and uh Roy Hodgson laughing in Pep's face a little <laughs> bit of added spice at the end
0: Arsenal winning, so like the title race is really
1: blown open now isn't it do you think that do you agree with Mourinho that it's City and Liverpool do you think Arsenal I still think Arsenal got more than a chance
0: I called Arsenal at the start of the season that they've not played Arsenal have not played well once yet
1: I think he just doesn't like Arsenal because he didn't like Renga
0: yeah yeah I think Arsenal <laughs> no, he's Renga.
1: just he's just doing his usual wind up isn't he they're definitely title contenders if not the favorites
0: well if you even look at this Christmas period right Liverpool have Arsenal Burnley Newcastle Bournemouth Chelsea so difficult run Arsenal after Liverpool, West Ham, Fulham, Crystal Palace, Nottingham Forest, and then Liverpool have Burnley, Newcastle, Bournemouth Chelsea. So, hang on, I just I've just read read out um, Liverpool's twice. Sorry. So who've who's City got? City have got Everton, Sheffield, Newcastle. Yeah. So Arsenal and um, City have got the same sort
1: of rubber. yeah yeah it's it will also bit the fact that Liverpool play Arsenal quite soon will be an interesting game
0: well that, that, that's this weekend isn't it so it's a it's a six-pointer like whoever wins will yeah. like win that I feel like
1: and we've obviously this is the last game week before the Christmas fixtures really or you could count these as Christmas fixtures I guess because a lot of them are Christmas Eve um, but there's uh, there's this there's, there's this game week, and then we're into the, uh, the Boxing Day games and, uh, and and beyond. And if you think
0: about even just City, right, they go and play some extra games, they go win the Club World Cup. Let's say Fluminese and Brazil are actually a decent size. And then the next game is Everton away, who all of a sudden were whipping boys and are now actually one of the form teams in the league
1: and going... Yeah, well, they're, they're a top 10 team. Um, without that point deduction so I think uh do you think with Everton it's as simple as time in the job for Sean Dyche because he is a good coach and yeah that's a wobbly start but he's got them you know he's had enough time now that they're in really understand his system he knows the players and and maybe this is just you know this is just them now because the squad's not amazing but he's a good coach
0: very true my friend well what we'll quickly do
1: then is we'll we'll jump into the Mavericks league see who's where yeah you can skip me out (laughs) 80 seconds doesn't need mentioned again Josh Coleman top 1068 points um Tom
0: Moroney in second Fraser Smith in third Tim Mule in fourth
1: Wow Timmy well done I feel Timmy.
0: like he's the bad city of FPL just lurking lurking for that top spot um let's try to see else who had a good week Alex Mitchell 72. Uh, no mate I think there wasn't major majorly good scores I actually had a good score myself there Scott Gray got 85. um Gwynny is making a little run 42nd on nine six five um luke mitchell he's not doing too well at the moment but i'm sure he'll come good um yeah mate it's uh bust- hustling and bustling the league now if you're making a run i think the time is now
1: yeah tim on, say, mate. didn't tim say he forgot to do his transfers as well he scored 62. must be nice yeah, mate, he's still got Haaland out. <laughs> still scored 62. Bastard.
0: Um, all right, mate. Well, uh, the Mavericks competition, 6-5. Um, this is your chance to, to bring it level before the Christmas break, mate. Yeah. You like to go first with?
1: I'm going to go with a defender, mate.
0: Ooh, interesting.
1: Um who's very low owned because he's been out injured. But he was back with a bang. And back with a goal. Any ideas?
0: Back with a goal.
1: Is it Moreno? Nah, it's Big Dan Byrne. Oh the stalk. <laughs> hey. Big Dan Byrne, he's away at Luton Town. Yep. Um so I'm going to back him for a clean sheet at least and um he scored 14 points last week and uh he's 4.4 million and he's owned by three and a half percent I'm tempted to put him in my team to be honest but I think what goes against him as a transfer is he's got Luton Forest which is great
0: mm.
1: and then he hits Liverpool and City and Villa in a row um, so yeah, Fischer's got a little bit of a tricky one, but good for the next couple.
0: Yeah, mate, I like it. I think, um, the fact that uh, he's come back has annoyed me because I brought in Livermento who looked good, and then Livermento's been chosen for the EFL game tonight, so that says to me that Dan Burns in the start of the weekend, which has screwed me up. Um, uh, uh, yeah, just trying yeah. to predicted points on the algorithm, which I have in front of me. What do you reckon it would be?
1: But Dan Byrne, oh, i don't, probably not great. maybe 3.5 or four, three three, maybe. He did score last time out there. Yeah. So this is a
0: new game predict Tim's prediction yeah see if you can beat the uh, or match the algorithm uh let's see give me two seconds so his predicted points are 1.6 yeah okay Kieran Tripp has got four point four, but he's having a shocker. Shar is out as injured. Gordon's injured three. Oh, that's the other thing. in uh Gordon got injured tonight. So I wonder if that impacts the way that Newcastle are going to go forward or they're going to play. Because he was basically him and Almiron drive them forward. Mm. Yeah. But you think Newcastle against Luton have got clean sheet
1: written all over it. they should be able to manage that even away from home
0: there good pick mate well I'm gonna um actually go with my Maverick that I have picked in my team this week as well uh I cannot believe he's so lowly owned um you'll you'll know who this Maverick is mate, because you see my team um it's oh have you forgotten
1: I don't know if I've looked to your team this week yet ah okay he's Jamaican right Leon Bailey Ah, no I had seen your team then yeah because I didn't see him in yeah he's in great form he is um
0: I also I also think that if you if, if you went with any of the Villa players at the moment McGinn, Louise any of them Musa Diabi, I don't think Musa is doing too well, but mm. um yeah, he's two point nine percent owned. And I'm just trying to find his predicted points on the algorithm. What do you reckon that is? Uh
1: dunno, three? yeah because he, he doesn't start that often does it well he has been recently because the algorithm's always quite low even like Salah will have a prediction of like six or seven yeah, so it's just loading but from what I can see
0: Ollie Watkins has got predicted points of 5.5 5. Musa Diaby has 5.2 John McKinn's got 4.4 4. 4. Louise is 4.4 4. 4. Adenia is 4.0 Leon Bailey has
1: 2.5. Yeah, fairly low, but I like it. It is Mav. I think he beats that. If he starts,
0: the only we worry about him is that he did have a knock and he missed last game. Hmm. So, we have defender versus midfielder. The Stork in Burn versus Leon Bailey. Are we uh are we doing two Mavs this week or do you gonna do one? Yeah
1: throwing I've got a real wildcard Mav. Yeah
0: all right yeah let's do it.
1: Um so you can have a think whilst I talk us through this one. Yep. This player I think you'll laugh <laughs> um he's only got one goal in his last five games. a striker um but he had a good he had a good game last week and did get a goal against Sheffield united it's our friend jackson at
0: chelsea (laughs) oh god
1: (laughs) uh wolves away um yeah i'm just it's a complete punt
0: i don't think that's a bad punt, mate like he's predicted to score five points um he is dying. Chelsea have just won through in the league cup. They're in a bit of a upward motion
1: now. Yeah, I think
0: yeah. it's, it's so good. Wolves,
1: Wolves away. Um, he's got Palace after that at home. Then he's got Luton away, so he's actually not bad. Um, then Fulham at home. So he's got not a bad run for them mm. uh for the next four games.
0: All right, mate, i will probably come
1: off. Um, Jackson, will you bring him into your team? Uh, no, only because I've got more pressing issues. I've got Maguire in my defence that's injured. I've got Gea at Palace that's not going to score me any points. Um, and my strikers do need some attention. I've only got Ferguson and, and Cartier as well. I don't know what I'm going to do, mate. I'm struggling. My, my favourite move at the moment is to bring Porro in um but i really need to make two transfers i'd love to bring big dan burning double up on newcastle Mm. But i also need to find a new striker
0: chelsea and um newcastle are definitely the teams to target however i will go pretty rogue um and go with our man at tottenham richarlison Mm. he's one you can probably look at now because he's starting to hit a bit of form um just double double checking that he is
1: actually i was actually i saw jake on saturday who's obviously and is a big spurs fan and he reckons um the inside scoop is that richarlison's injury that he's back from is actually was actually surgery on his groin and he'd been playing on a groin niggle uh for the, basically for the last year. So they finally bit the bullet and got him surgery. And he reckoned that he was visibly different and much better in that in that last fixture. So it could be a really good shout. 2.5% owned. Um, yeah, he's just not on the radar. No. So he's right. Down. Uh, and I think that. Again, using, give Jake credit because these were his thoughts. Then putting Richarlison on the right, Son on the left helps the whole team, makes Son more dangerous on the left side as well. Yeah, and then obviously
0: Son is going to leave along with Salah soon in in January. So yeah, Richarlison, they're going to want to get as many minutes into him as possible because he's going to lead the line, isn't he?
1: Yeah, is Brennan Johnson out injured or just out of favour? I think he had a head wound. Like yeah been. i feel like he was injured so that's also yeah makes richarlison even more more relevant good pick mate um that's a dangerous one
0: yeah so i like i for, for once roscoe i feel pretty confident in the he's job. a much
1: better player than jackson <laughs> <laughs> Leon, better Leon Just and myself up. jackson will get a scruffy tap in and richarlison will go off with the groin injury surgery again um i like those okay so richarlison um for you there jackson for me is the second
0: i feel like jackson could easily score a hat-trick though just he's a weird
1: player yeah Going back to my conundrum and you're helping a a competitor here but do you think poro is a must-have at the moment in the back line or do you think i can take a risk with a different option as a defender or even put my transfer into my attack
0: no i i think for the for pictures the that spurs have so yeah everton brighton bournemouth man united brentford you've got one two three home games i think poro starts i think you've got to play him
1: yeah no he'd be my transfer this week and that's that was my thinking as well i'd love to do some other things but um, I have to put a defender in, and um, and, and I just think Porro's also 21% owned now, I was looking, and he's probably owned by a, a bigger percentage of the, the better players at the moment, mm. self-included. Um, I don't think I can afford to miss out on eight points for him if he, if he turns up again. Mm. So it's a bit of a defensive pick as well to make sure I'm covered.
0: Yeah, I think you've got to get him in.
1: Um personally feel that's where I'm hurting the most is I'm just missing that one player that's coming off, and then I'm 10 points behind someone, you know, that where I want to be. Um Son was you know slow on to Son. I put him in last week and he blanked, so I've got him now, but obviously missed his big haul, and that's put you know, yourself and others 10, 12 points ahead in that game week straight away. Which um which so. really is a big gap at the moment because no nobody's like having major weeks it's just like that 10 points just pumping. it's jumping between players too isn't it yeah i mean palm i've had palmer for quite a while since my wild card um so having him for last week he's up up there is one of the most transferred in players this week i think he's third um he's 20 percent owned now but obviously that's going to be up a bit so you know getting back on bowen getting palmer in um I've, I've getting, I was again Watkins I'd moved out I have brought him back in last week so I think some of these key players that you just have to have call it the template or whatever you want you, you just need to have enough of them in there because they'll keep hurting you if you don't
0: cool mate well maybe what we'll do then is we'll look to move on to
1: uh upset of the week yeah cool Hey, let me add one more thing, mate, to think about because we, we haven't talked about it. But this Christmas run is um fixture congestion as well. So there, there will have to be some rotation in, in some of these bigger squads too.
0: True. That could hit
1: a Liverpool, a city. Um, you know, if you've got the options, you're gonna use them, aren't you? Because mm. probably teams like Newcastle have got no choice because there's so many injuries and spurs maybe as well probably don't have loads of choice no. but equally then that could affect their performance in the games if they've got tired legs out so i think that's something to factor in this christmas run is tough on the legs
0: agreed i feel like watkins on the algorithm is most transferred in rightly Solanke second Palmer and poro third and fourth and then gordon's been the most transferred in but he's just been injured so
1: he got injured tonight to, mm. yeah wow sucks to the transfers before the um cup games yeah
0: i think the bench has got to be strong i mean look with the fact that salah and son are moving on in for a couple of weeks i mean look, people have loads of money i think the difference and where people will make the gap now is a not making hits over christmas which is going to be hard for me and then b having a solid plan For when salah and son go and going right who am i bringing in with this money am i going to put it into defense i'm going to bring it into the strikers am i going to just kind of pad it out across the midfield and then how am i getting them back in am i using my first wild card am i leaving my wild card like it now the strategy element comes into the game and then this is where we'll see people that haven't thought about these things and maybe the the less hooed up players might fall by the
1: wayside Mm, Yeah, it's the thinking ahead. I have to admit, probably compared to past seasons, I haven't put as much time into planning ahead or thinking ahead. And um, that probably goes a long way to explain my performance. Um, So I think you're right, just putting a little bit more thought into it, actually looking up the fixtures, the dates, keeping cup games in mind, that will all help to build the right blend of players. will not? Yeah, so sorry, interrupted, buddy. We're now on to the next section.
0: Upset of the week, mate. Yeah. So we've got a couple of nice 7 a.m. games for us this weekend. Um which I won't be watching because we're travelling down to Adelaide, but um I'll be able to get the catch the Friday morning one potentially. Uh I, I looking at that. Maybe I do go with that one. Nah. Aston Villa or Hamid, Sheffield United. Um there's a really tough one.
1: I'm actually, I'm going to go a bit rogue and say uh, Everton with a smash and grab at uh, Spurs.
0: Yeah,
1: I can see that. They're playing really well and it's going to be counter-attack football. They can absorb, which is asking a lot, but if they can absorb the pressure from Spurs, defend deep and then hit them on the break.
0: I'll go Luton Town at home. I think they might be inspired to, to fight for Tom Lockyer. And Newcastle be knackered. They just might not be up for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They are getting tired, Newcastle. It's tough. But they're out of Europe now, aren't they? So that leaves up a bit for them.
0: Yeah. Big shout that the uh, Forest manager got sacked as well, mate.
1: Mm. Yeah, Steve Cooper. I mean, a really bad run of results. So the players maybe have stopped responding to him. It's a shame, though, because he achieved quite a lot with them and, and just getting them promoted that year was a bloody miracle. He, he took over, I think they were 19th in the championship when he took over, 10 games in, something like that, and he got them promoted that year and then he kept them up. So it's sad to see a successful coach like that go. A bit like Chris Wilder getting the boot, I think, when he when he did get it. But equally, Premier League's too important to uh, to not, um, address the manager performance, isn't it? They'll just they'll just be looking for that new bounce. Did you see who's going to take over?
0: No, I wonder if this is going to, going to throw Forest back into the relegation fold. The articles are saying it's Nuno is already lined up. That'll be a good shout, actually, because there's a lot of Brazilian Portuguese-speaking players in that squad. I think they're no. big can all speak it. So that might be good for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So would who Christmas time usually results in manager sackings? Oh, sorry, mate. (laughs) <laughs> you think someone else is going to get sacked i was going to say
0: yeah uh i mean who do you sack, there probably not actually it's probably a bit unique well wilder's back you're going to stick with company the whole season because that's just the way that that if that style is going to come through it'll come through eventually um you're not going to sack rod hodgson Everton's on died is
1: flying Yeah, I don't think anyone's getting
0: sacked for the first time. No one
1: really under pressure. For the first time Um, in a long time. But you know, the Steve Cooper thing shows you that a month, three weeks, four weeks ago, you'd have put Steve Cooper in the very safe list. You know, what he'd achieved and his reputation at the club and everything. But then they've really had a, just out of, almost out of nowhere, they've just had a shoddy, really shoddy run. And then all of a sudden, it's, It's like he's he's on the chopping block and he's gone because I I reckon yeah, like you said, I can't think of anyone right now who's under really under pressure. But in mid January, one club could have a shocker of the next five six games, and then that's enough to get you booted, isn't it? So let's see what happens.
0: Cool. All right, my friend. Well, that's the last pod before Christmas. I wish you a lovely break. Uh, And
1: yeah, Merry Christmas, mate
0: i hope that leon bailey does the the goods for me (laughs)
1: it's in your uh, list of santa
0: will do mate all right i'll catch you later bye bye